Brought to you direct from Studio 3B at Baird Brothers Fine Hardwoods, the American Hardwood Advisor is your source for trends, tips, and insights into how the building industry has evolved. Join me, Steve Stack, along with guest builders and industry leaders as we talk shop and go in-depth on what it takes to be the best of the best. Dive into topics like architecture, industry trends, project plans, historical tools, tricks of the trade, and life's lessons from more than six decades of experience in the hardwood lumber business. Hello from Studio 3B here at Baird Brothers Fine Hardwoods in Canfield, Ohio. I'm your host, Steve Stack, and I'm here with a very good friend of ours, Mr. John Ulickney, local builder, contractor, uh, one of those guys you want it done right, get hold of John. Uh, what are you thinking, Johnny? Here know. we are again. Yeah, we are again. Yes. Who knew building this thing out, we were going to have this many conversations, huh? I'm surprised we don't think we had this many when we, when we were building. <laughs> you know what? We had great conversations yeah. in the process of the build out. Right. And these conversations, we're, we're, just, we're just sitting down talking about stuff we've talked about for the last 30 years, right. you know? Yeah. And, and we're going to share that information with, with, with our viewers yeah. and, and hopefully... Who knows? We might say something and they can actually put to use. I hope so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so today we're going we're gonna to be talking about a couple products that we used here at Studio mm -hmm. 3B and we had discussion on it. Uh, we've introduced a very popular product right now mm -hmm. and used it here in, the, in two of our sealing treatments and that was, uh, that's the shiplap, the prime shiplap mm -hmm. product, right? right. Uh, important to note, we stock it as a prime material, right, mm -hmm. for painting purposes, but it's available on all the hardwood species. You know, you want, you want that splash on a, on a feature wall, on an mm -hmm. accent wall, right. uh, whether it be, you know, a family room, a fireplace wall, a bedroom, a stairway wall going down. It's available in the oak, the maple, the poplar, cherry, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, you know, that, that being said, that's, that's the shiplap family of products. And, and that's, that's a relatively uh, installer-friendly product. Uh, along with that, we've introduced a, uh, a great product. Like behind us here at the studio, mm -hmm. this is the Liveson Character Grade White Oak. And our walls, we just put a nice satin clear coat finish on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, just to keep it neutral and natural and warm. Uh, live sawn versus flat sawn uh, versus quarter sawn. Three distinct sawing techniques that the sawyer will address a log from. And the neat thing about the live sawn, and we talked about it when you mm -hmm. were doing the install here, the live sawn generates the flat sawn lumber, mm -hmm. it generates the quarter sawn lumber, and it generates some of the rift sawn lumber. Right. And so it really gives a varying appearance. Mm -hmm. uh, great product. This nickel gap siding is different from our ship lab. Right. How so? Nailing. The great thing about nickelback is you see no nails, there's no nails to feel, and um, it just looks like one flat wall for me, and it goes together very easy. So, so when I when I try and describe 
the nickel, nickel gap application versus the shiplap application or installation, excuse mm -hmm. me, should be the, the, the correct word. And, and I have a couple little helper pieces here. Right. A shiplap is no more than two boards being milled with, with a shiplap milling mm -hmm. design. And so one board actually laps over the other. Correct. But in doing so, they never completely interlock. Right. So this requires what type of nailing, John? A uh, face nail on this particular. Uh, see, this one you can hide the nail on the top, but on the bottom you need to yeah. have this so it's fastened so it doesn't twist off the wall. So you always have one nail that you have to deal with here. Yeah. You're, gonna be, you're gonna be dealing with, and, and typically, and the design rage right now is painting the shiplap. Correct. Okay, yeah. uh, so it's not, a, it's not a big deal. It's not an issue at all. Uh, fill the nail hole, mm -hmm. scuff sand it, paint, the yeah. nail hole disappears. It's just like going over the baseboard or casings. It's the same, same Exactly, thing. Good, good comparison, yeah. John. Yeah. Uh, Versus our nickel gap, mm -hmm. and I'll call it a modified tongue and groove. Right, that's exactly what it is, right. Okay, yeah. uh, we do have the two boards, and it creates mm -hmm. a gap, very similar to the shiplap, mm -hmm. but it's not as pronounced. It's a more delicate gap, right. sometimes referred to as nickel gap for the thickness of a nickel. So when it goes together, there is actually a tongue and groove assembly that join the two boards. Right. From an installation standpoint, how does that one go on the wall? Easily. <laughs> um, we will, when we do this, we will we'll nail the uh, bottom where you can nail it. We can go right down through the top of the tongue here and go into the wall. And then just like that. And so everything's nailed, so there's no nails available. No, no face and, and nailing then, required. And this tongue then holds this. Be, because the two boards engage right. each other very similar mm -hmm. to a hardwood flooring. Right. Which there's no face nailing involved in hardwood flooring installation. Right. You have the added stability and strength of a modified tongue and groove. Right. It's just a great way to go. I love this. And actually, I think you probably could make a shiplap out of that same technique. It's a little more lumber. A little more lumber. Yeah, a little more lumber. Yeah. But it's, but, it, but it's, it's a great way to go, especially with natural finishes. Yeah, with your, with your natural finishes, right. you don't have to worry about color matching putty and face Nothing. nailing. Nice, nice way to go on mm -hmm. that. So that's two of the products that we used mm -hmm. here in, in, uh, in the studio. Uh, and I know it's one of your favorites. One of the ceiling areas, we accented that with a very old profile. Right. Sometimes re referred to as beadboard, mm -hmm. sometimes referred to as Victorian tongue and groove beaded paneling. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been around a long time. Right. Now this, again, similar to our, our nickel gap uh, white oak, uh, uh, live sawn, this, this lends itself closer to a tongue and groove flooring product. Right. In that the tongue and groove both 
through installation and the joining uh, technique of the product, it's a true tongue and groove. Right. So this piece being nailed, affixed to a wall, a ceiling, and then nailed through the tongue, just like hardwood flooring. Right. The next member coming in, engaging the tongue with the groove mm -hmm. and the nails being completely concealed. Right. There's no nails at all on this that you that you will see. On this. And and when you get to the perimeter of the room, just like our ceiling, mm -hmm. you're typically going to finish off that perimeter with some type of accent mold, right. whether it be something as simple as a rafter mm -hmm. mold or something as complicated as how you dressed that ceiling up mm -hmm. with uh, a, a crown assembly and so forth. Mm -hmm. Even those perimeter face nails, they're going to disappear. Correct. Okay, so three different products. Mm -hmm. Three different looks, right. and and uh, some installation options as far as mm -hmm. you know what what project you're going to use it on and why you're going to use it on that product. Uh, we also did the ceiling right above us, right, with a shiplap, and this is another variation of our shiplap, a little mm -hmm. bit thinner material, mm -hmm. uh, not quite so heavy of the shiplap joint but again, requiring the face nail application. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, but a nice product. Uh, not quite so big and bold as right. the six inch that we used over in the large copper right. ceiling. Mm -hmm. uh, this, uh, our studio here, if I remember correctly, is 12 by 12. Right. And it looks very comfortable up on that ceiling. Yes, it's, this is a great product to put up. It's not too heavy, not too bulky. And and shiplap don't have to be white. No. We added a little color to this. Correct. And, and it really warmed that ceiling up. So mm -hmm. uh, the beauty of wood, whether you're staining and varnishing or whether you're painting, mm -hmm. you can dial that into your decorating scheme right. to whatever your color palette mm -hmm. demands and accomplish it with a natural wood product. Uh, correct. So. You know, any, any tips or tricks of the trade on that? I, I remember mm. popping in here one afternoon and you installing this, this uh, mm. character grade white oak live sawn. And you were doing something a little bit different at your butt joints. And I, I snagged a piece. Oh, okay. All right? Right. We, know, we, we both know what that is. And we can use this and you use some of this. Mm -hmm. But you can actually use black tar paper too. Right. Tell us about it. You have a, when, you have that, when you have a butt joint, they're going to, you're still going to get some movement. And if they would open up a little bit, you don't want to see the drywall behind it. So we use something that's similar to the color. And if they open up, you'll, you, very little, you won't see a background and it makes them look you, real nice. You still have that same background. Same color. background. That's uh, cheating. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> we used to just use paint too. We would paint, but the, the paper is a lot easier. You know, and you and, and you used it. Uh, you used it at the butt joints, mm -hmm. and then if we felt that there was a knot hole that was suspect, it was just behind it. Yeah. You take and put that right behind that knot hole, right. prior to nailing the board fast. Correct. And and you you still have. So you look through. And you don't see the stark white of the drywall Correct. behind, right? right. That's right. A, that's a great tip, John. 
So in all of these products, whether it be the cherry uh, beadboard wainscot ceiling or the shiplap ceilings, mm -hmm. and either with or the wall product, the white oak uh, wall product, in my mind, I'm thinking we use some of the same installation practices as mm -hmm. hardwood floor. And you know where I'm going with expansion and contraction. Yes. Talk to us a minute about that. Same thing as the hardwood. Uh, wood's always going to move. And um, we, we try to allow for expansion and contraction, but a lot of it comes back to the homeowners. They really need to make sure that the humidity's staying. If they see some movement, they have to do some research. Call Baird Brothers and say, my wood looks like it's moving. And they'll, they'll check it out for you. And they'll tell you if you have too much humidity in the house or if you don't have enough. And that's, that's the real key. Um, installation, DIY, this is a great project for a DIY. It's pretty simple. It's just stacking wood on, on top of each other going up. And, uh, and, and, and I'm glad you said that because if people nose around and do a little, yeah. do a little research uh, uh, on, on some of the videos that we've done in the past, uh, I, I don't recall how long ago it's been now, mm -hmm. but we did just that. We, mm -hmm. we took a, uh, uh, a partner down in New Brighton, mm -hmm. Pennsylvania, and she wanted to do a shiplap wall project. So we went down and we gave her a little guidance and she knocked it out Yeah, through, uh, through some guidance, mm -hmm. through some preparation on her point. Uh, you know who I'm talking about, our friend yeah. uh, Christy at Oak oh, Hill yes. Millwork. Mm -hmm. uh, and we went down in a day's time and did a stairway mm -hmm. wall, trimmed out, right. holes puttied, ready for paint. And you know, I, I got I got to give her give her kudos, man. She she grabbed that sixteen gauge nailer and she went to work. You know, yes. and and so it is. It, it is a very doable project for the mm -hmm. homeowner. Uh, and be, before we talk about some of the tools that you use and some of the mm -hmm. tools that she used on on that job site that or her home that day, I just I just want to make the point. The shiplap has has become a. Uh, like a, a decorating phenomena over the course right. of the last five, six, seven, eight years, and and uh, there was there was a couple down in uh, down in Texas that, that that became very famous in their usage of, of mm -hmm. shiplap products, but we use it as a decorating element now. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, that was a critical structural element in the right. construction of homes. Correct? Yes. <laughs> You know, yeah. uh, you know building uh, way better than I know building, but uh, that was a, a sub-paneling on the wall right. for strength of the structure. You know, they get, yeah. they get some pretty nasty weather down there, in, you know, in Texas, right. and they built those houses to withstand that, and they did it through the a ship. lot of shiplap siding right. product on the interior of the homes to, to strengthen those walls and so yeah. forth. Yes, keep it from racking and moving. And so all of, all of a sudden, we're remodeling houses in Texas. We take the wall covering off. Oh, look at that old shiplap siding. Let's yeah. put some whitewash paint on it. Now we have a decorating phenomenon eight yeah, years know. later, you know? And, and it is, it's very nice. Yeah. It, it, it's a good look. It can be, it can be modern. It can be farmhouse, uh, you know, you can you can go the whole gamut with it, right. uh, with the right colors. It can become traditional, uh, 
we've, we've done some homes. Uh, I recall one home up in New Canaan, Connecticut. The office was done in it, and it was, it was painted a, a, uh, a deep sea blue, mm -hmm. like a midnight blue. And, and it was stunning. And it was in a home formal office setting. And it, it was beautiful. Yes. So again, the flexibility as far as decorating schemes that the wood allows you to do through staining techniques or mm -hmm. through painting techniques, it, it, it's, it's endless. Just, just going in and we do a lot of accent walls where we'll just go in and do one wall with it and that's it. And walk out of the room and, and they'll either paint it that's, or... That's all it takes to set that room up right. a little bit. You know, take it, take it to that, to that mm -hmm. next level and that's your, your complementary color for the rest of the colors in, in the room. And, yes. and, and it looks nice. It, lo it really looks nice. Yeah, I know? personally like it. I think it's... <laughs> just oh, makes a difference. Very, very much so. But, you know, going back to the installation mm -hmm. of, of all of the products, all of the installation techniques are pretty much the same. Right. And it's going to require the same tools. You're going to need a level. You're going to need a chalk line. Chalk. What else are you going to need, John? Chalk line, a way to cut, cut the material. Usually a miter box is preferable. You could, you could get by with a circular you, saw, but a miter box is much more precise. Much, right. Yep. You, if you don't have all the tools, you can always get by. And basically having that level having the chalk line, a good ruler, and make sure you look at your work as you're doing it. That's the key thing. When you put a piece on, turn around and look at it uh, and make sure it's right. Yeah. So many people go and, oh, I didn't see that. But the main thing is always look at what you're doing. And I, I, know, I know there's little tips and tricks and, and you're not right. gonna share them with us today, just time uh, I constraints. Think, I think and, there's a video, we did a video with it. We did, we yes. did. So and that's, and, that's and people, can, people can look at that, mm -hmm. but you know, you're dealing, you're dealing with, a, with an existing wall surface or new construction wall right. surface. They might not be the same for Mendan. Right. You might have to, we call it, cheat a little bit right. to gain one end to the mm -hmm. other, yeah. sacrificing a little bit of the level line, but not all on one board. You do it over the course of five or six boards. Correct. And you get caught up. So when you get to the top, you still have a nice full piece that matches the ceiling and finishes right. off nice, right? Yeah. Yes. And I know you've got a pocket full of those tips, but you know, like I say, if they, if they want to talk to you, I'll let them call you. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, you know, you did, you did this wall. I don't know. What did you have in, in, in these two walls? Three quarters of a day? I would say with uh, the filming, it was three quarters, but it would normally take us about a half a day. Yeah. We, we figured three hours, maybe. One thing I remember, and, and uh, the same holds true uh, for, for Christy on her shiplap installation project. You guys both did the same thing. You had boards prepped for length. Right. So John, you, you and your helper made this, made this project look easy. And it was, but because why? Preparation, being ready for it, understanding what I was going to do, where I was going with the job. Exactly. Uh, and you try to visualize what you're going to do and just make it simple. In other words, if I was doing this wall, I'd just say, I'm going to put the boards across. They're straight, and I'm just going to stack them. And, and I, that's that simple. And I just lay it out and go. And I think any DYIR would do the same thing. You would just look at it and it's not such a bad job. Let's just do it. No, no, it is. It's very achievable. Pre very achievable. Prepping's the key. Make sure yes. the wall's clean. It's, 
It's, uh, there's no obstructions in it, and just, just start working your way up. So the old adage, measure twice, cut once. Right, yeah, I measure three times because I, <laughs> I all the time. You know, and I know, I know you uh, used a, a uh, uh, used two things here that we'll touch on real quick. You used a laser leveling system. Right. Uh, so that established in this L-shaped wall assembly here, that established points at each end and in the corner. Correct. So now you had connect the dots and you were good across the body of right. these walls. And then you implemented an old tool, not only used by exterior siders, masons, mm. but finished carpenters also, uh, commonly referred to as a story stick or a story pole, right? Correct, yes. I just, I know that the siding, for example, it might be six inches apart. So I make a, a story pole. I just take a thin piece of wood, I mark six, 12, and I just go right up using a six, six inch increment. And then I take my story pole and I put it where my laser mark was, and I mark it up, mark it up. And I don't use my ruler, this way I can't make a mistake. I just, Put my marks on the you've, wall. You've misread a ruler once, oh, once or twice. Once, once, I think. one time. <laughs> yeah, once. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm surprised to even hear that. Really, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that, it takes the mistakes out of things, and you try to keep it simple. Just like when the three of us, you, my helper, and the, we were working on these ceilings up there, you notice once once we didn't use a ruler all that much. We we had little gauges, and we used those. <clears throat> no, and 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 it, it's really it's. It, it's, it's that hidden helper. Right. You, you create your story pull, story stick, mm -hmm. and then you use that to transfer those marks to, in our case, the That's end it. of each wall run and to the corners. Correct. And it was true the whole way up. Right. Uh, it's that uniformity, that consistency, mm -hmm. and then when you're done and you step back, everything, the lines are nice and level and parallel, right. Right. and aesthetically it looks beautifully. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, okay, there's another good one for the folks to, yeah. to use when they're doing their project at home. Uh, you know, I know in this case, it was a new build out. In the case of an existing home, you might have to remove the baseboard. Right, I would remove the baseboard. Yes. Right, if yeah. there's door and window casing involved, you may have to remove mm -hmm. that because all of the products, uh, with the exception of the little uh, ship mm -hmm. lap that we have up over top, that's all a five eighths or three quarter inch product. Mm -hmm. So it won't sit on the baseboard. It'll overhang the baseboard. It will not look right. right. When you come to uh, adjoining uh, vertical door and window casings and it butts to it, mm -hmm. it, it, it will either completely bury the depth of that Ooh. door and window casing. Mm -hmm. So we remove that. Mm -hmm. And then if it's five eighths inch thick or if it's three quarter inch thick, will go back around that window and build it out the same thickness. Correct. Right? Yes. So when our new siding material, paneling material comes up, it's flush to what we call mm -hmm. that new extension jam, right? Right. Yeah. And then we reapply that door or window casing and now it still stands proud ahead right. of the wall paneling yeah. surface. Correct. It looks right? just like it's supposed to look that Exactly, right. exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's, and it's a very simple operation. You know mm -hmm. yourself. What do we do? We take a flat bar, 
and we respect the trim and we gingerly take, take off. that off, right? Correct. And, and if done correctly, mm -hmm. it goes right back up. Yeah, it's already cut for you. Just put it right back up and you're in good shape. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it, and it really leaves both mm -hmm. elements, the trim and the wall right. system complement one another. Right, yes. Yeah, so, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of, lot of tips and tricks and, and we, we've talked about, you know, the, the, darking, uh, the, the dark paper versus the light paper. So we don't see any background in the case mm -hmm. of, the, of any voids with the live sawn material. Uh, you know, you did something a little bit different and it might not be DIY friendly. Mm -hmm. uh, you used a little bit of a blind corner slip joint right. uh, in our inside corner. It turned out beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so through a dado technique? Yes, just a simple router and, and dadoing. A... Okay, so uh, if I recall correctly, you were probably 3 sixteenths deep, maybe a quarter inch deep on one of the boards coming towards the corner. Right. We want to take a minimal approach and, and put maybe a small piece of flat stock in that corner. Right, you, you can just put a tiny molding down and, and that would do the, do the same, same thing. It would, if there's any expansion and contraction, you wouldn't notice it at all because the molding would cover that seam up. But in, in your installation, it allowed you to have a, for us to have that uninterrupted horizontal line down the wall, through the corner, mm -hmm. and out to the other wall. Right. And it's, it's seamless. It's seamless. It just, it just keeps mm -hmm. living. And, right. and it, tur it turned out beautiful, John. You did a fantastic we, job on it. We try to match the colors up, too. If you notice, I'll try to, where our knotted boards are, we try to match them up when yep. they go around there. That's another important thing. Yeah, so that, I mean, that's, that, you know, that's a, a little more of an advanced element, but, but very achievable. It's achievable, right. You, you don't have to make, you don't, if you don't do the slip joint, you just go to a nice tight joint. You could even use the paper there, or you could put a nice small molding up is what I'd probably do. Uh, you know, we, we, uh, we've, had, we've, we've had the pleasure of working with yourself and other builders in the Mahoning mm -hmm. Valley and, and, and witnessing some beautiful projects. And, and I know one of our friends uh, uh, over towards New England up in Rhode Island there, uh, Jeff Swinner of Swinner Builders, he loves this product. Mm -hmm. he, he loves, he loves the, the, the white oak we used. We used the white oak in a product or a, a project out on Jamestown Island for, uh, for a, a gentleman. Uh, he was the architect uh, on the job. It was his own home, Mr. Don Powers. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, folks can, can go to our website and go to the Jamestown project under our, this mm -hmm. old house window and, and view. And, and Don did just what we discussed earlier. He did an adjacent wall, a fireplace wall, and then he did a stairway wall. Mm -hmm. and they just they they boundaried the room if that yeah, makes sense it does make sense to me yes but it was it was a beautiful design mm -hmm. element and and uh so you know this stuff's being used all across the united states right. uh, and we really we really feel and believe like yourself you mentioned mm -hmm. it earlier one accent wall in a room can mm -hmm. be enough right you know it just sets the tone just changes everything when you when you look in the room, uh, you know I'm I'm probably partial 
-hmm. but I, I really feel this corner, this siding, uh, nickel gap siding in the white oak character grade really warmed this corner up. Right. It could have been drywall, but now it has a little bit of character. Yes. You know, it, it shows off Mother Nature at her best, mm -hmm. you know, in my eyes. So, you know, we've, we've, covered, we've covered a lot of ground. Uh, we've talked about the, the wide range of, of colors you can achieve through staining, mm -hmm. through painting. Uh, again, I, I, a wall jumps out at me. We did, uh, we did a project uh, recently uh, up in, uh, it was up on, on Cape Horn, uh, and it was with uh, the builder Cape and Associates, and they have, they have a beautiful natural resource that we don't enjoy here in Northeast mm -hmm. Ohio. We have Lake Erie, but we don't have the Atlantic Ocean. And their interior decorator, they did a, an accent wall to mm -hmm. your point, and again, they painted it a sea blue, like a sea foam blue, mm -hmm. and it just set that room off. Yeah. And so you've got a, uh, you know, you've got this this sea foam blue wall, looking out through a set of windows or sliding glass doors. I don't recall, and the Atlantic Ocean is out there, yeah. you know. And it's like, are you kidding me? I mean, yeah. you talk about playing on your surroundings. That's mm -hmm. what this decorator, and it looked beautiful. So. Your options are endless. Right. Your options are endless. And like we've approached this entire project, John, through the build out, we, 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 we had a gentleman's agreement. Mm -hmm. It was going to be fun. Yeah. And that's the way homeowners, DIYers, yeah. have to approach it. Right. Give it the forethought, do the prep work, do a little bit of investigation and research. And it can be a fun weekend project. It is. It's fun. And you know it. And, and when you're done, and, and you, you sit back and you see how it changes the room, mm -hmm. it's like, why didn't we do this ten years ago? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, again, uh, you did you did such a fantastic job at Studio Three B here. Yeah. Man, we appreciate all your efforts that you put in on it. Uh, we appreciate how how easy you were to work with because I know. We were getting guidance from 15 different people, and then you and I'd kick it around and say, yeah. well, do we want to do it this way? Do we want to do it that way? And, and one of our friends, we did little mock-ups. We'd take yes. the moldings, we'd make a mock-up right. of our, our coffered ceiling treatments, and, and the same, we'd lay a little bit of siding up on the wall, and, and you, didn't, you didn't buck us through any of that. You said, okay, let's take a look at it. And then we'd tear it back down, and yeah. we'd we had give fun. it another look. That's because and we, we had, had fun. fun. Right. And we had fun. Friend, yeah. appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. It's been a it's it's been a fun eight months, and yeah. and now this is hard work compared to what we did earlier. It is. Hey, <laughs> until next time. Yeah. All right. All we'll right. see you soon. For all you folks listening, thanks for talking shop with Baird Brothers Fine Hardwoods. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to stay up to date with the American Hardwood Advisor Series, give us a like and subscribe. For more tips, projects, and inspiration, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or at BairdBrothers.com. Until next time, 